Welcome to With You, a women's rugby community podcast. I'm Suze. I use she, her pronouns, and I'll be your host. Always with you. People have told me once they see, like, actual rugby players that have, like, devoted their life to rugby, they're like, hey, Adri, you look just like a rugby player. Welcome back for episode six, where we'll hear from the youngest of With You guests. Adra is a ninth grader who's been playing high school varsity rugby since the seventh grade for Egan High School outside the Twin Cities. She shares her aspirations to play with the Amazons and walks us through getting back to her feet after a knee scope surgery. My name's Adra Peterson. I'm a freshman at Egan High School and I've played rugby since fourth grade. In Minnesota, once you sign up for one be- one sport, there's like a, you might l- like this sport, and rugby was on there, and my mom, she was like, Adri, you should try rugby, and I went out to the first practice. I My mom emailed the coach and asked if I could join, and I just fell in love with it right then and there. Oh, that's so great. When you started then in fourth grade, was it a mixed gender team, or was it just girls? It was the middle school team but there were like four or five girls but it was mainly a guys team and then we kind of played like two on two like during halftime of the boys' match for our match so the numbers were an issue but it was a great experience for as a fourth grader that's really cool I wish I I wish rugby was a thing when I was in elementary school I definitely would have I would have loved it it's lots of fun it was lots of fun to play Where have you played as far as positions go? I've played flank and prop. And then they kind of tried me at hooker. I wasn't the best because of how tall I am. But yeah, those are I'm one of the bigs. And you're playing both 15s and 7s now with your high school program, right? Yeah, for varsity. In the spring, we play 15s or really whatever's available to play. Sometimes we play like 7s or 10s. And then in the summer, like leading up into the, like the beginning of fall, we have our sevens league. Cool. When I was in seventh, sixth grade, actually, they made a rule saying eighth grade could play up in girls rugby. And then once I moved to seventh grade, they brought that down to seventh grade. So I, I was just like lucky right at the time that I was in seventh grade. They dropped yeah. it down again for the age requirements to play. Yeah, but you had to get, like, doctors to say you could do it, coaches, parents. It was a whole thing. You had to, like, say, yes, she can play, she can play, yeah, she can play. I kind of got the golden ticket when I was in fourth grade. Mm -hmm. I was, like, 100 pounds, and I was, like, four, like, five foot, five, three-ish, I think, around there. Well, you were really tall, huh? So I was a I was a big fourth grader. Like I was as yeah. big as the middle school boys. So my mom emails the coach. She's like, Hey, I have this fourth grader. She's like five, however, like a hundred pounds ish. You think she could come out and play? And she was like, Yeah, bring her on to practice. And now I'm on the varsity team. Yeah, so the rest is I mean, history. <laughs> yeah, the rest is history. I think you're built for rugby. Uh, people have told me once they see like actual rugby players that have like devoted their life to rugby they're like hey Adrian, you look just like a rugby player and I'm like I know 
<laughs> I've yeah, devoted so my life to rugby. It. Oh, that's so wonderful. I'm so excited. I'm excited yeah. for me too. I'm I truly am. I'm excited to see what I'm able to do. Part one overview. But about spring fifteens you didn't get to play and you you said you kind of make do with whatever numbers that you have on the team. What does that usually look like? Um, so we usually start out with our whoever we use because lots of girls they work and stuff, so they can't always be at practice. So the main kids that are at practice, the main girls that are at practice, we usually have like eleven or twelve girls that are always at practice. Yeah, those ones are for sure playing, and then we have our others that try to take off work. They come, so then we have around like fourteen players, and then if the other team has the same amount we'll just take out that many and we'll play sevens and have a whole bunch of subs and do like continuous subs or we'll do 11s which that's kind of harder to play for like high school because not everybody like understands like how many is you take away out of the scrums or how many's in the rucks and all that stuff so we usually stick to sevens and 15s as best as we can or if the other team has a whole bunch of girls, like 20, we take a couple of their girls and they we they put on Egan jerseys or whatever team we're playing on, and then we just play like that. Yeah, that sounds a lot like some co- collegiate club rugby that I played too, where we if we were short numbers, we would trade, we would give them our rookies, you know? Yeah, I, I, pers- I, I like playing like that because it gets you, it gives you a chance to get to know other teams better when you're playing because you have to have trust on the field and you just trust these random girls that they know what they're doing yeah but that's yeah. a really good point it's different to play with people that you haven't been practicing with regularly but there's some good flexibility in there and the, the trust is nice yeah what, what is um do you guys hang out with the other team after you're done playing we oh yeah we have social, lots of right? fun yeah. yeah we have we have ginormous socials Lots of the times, because we usually play on play in places that have two fields, so the boys will play and then we play on the other field. And sometimes, every once in a while, we'll have a ginormous social of the boys and girls, and we'll sit like in ginormous circles and we talk about like like we'll say fifteen, what's your name? And then they'll tell us their name, and we're like, oh, you should you could do better on like scrumming like more stronger. Like as soon as they say set, you push super hard. And we give each other like advice on how to be better. So it's like a really great atmosphere to be in after the games. Yeah, I like that. There's always so much to reflect on after you play. Plenty of growth points. That's really neat. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you all get together. I think it's like one of the core, especially club rugby. It's one of the core tenets. After we, after we play, we social and we talk to the other teammates or the the people that we played against. Yeah, it's really, I, I I enjoy it. And you get to eat, too. Like, who doesn't like to eat? Oh, yeah, of course. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you mentioned this. The Minnesota Girls High School got a team together to play against Kansas City, right? Yeah, that was was interesting. Why? Just of how, like, social they were. Like, they, we've never met them. We're in two completely different states. And they Mm -hmm. come, like, running up to us and hugging like, we've been best friends for, like, six months, and we just saw each other for, like, the first time after COVID. 
it was just of how like social more social they are than than minnesota is and how like comfortable they are to like just run up and like hug random strangers <laughs> and stuff and like of how we st- we were playing like duck duck goose we were just like like we've played together since like kindergarten it was interesting it really was yeah, like i've never seen a that. social like that yeah i've never seen a social like that but it was super neat to play with them and they were mm-hmm. they kicked our butts i will admit that but we played like through i think we played three different kansas city teams uh-huh. and the funny thing about that specific um tournament was in wherever they wherever they are from like in their area they have a fall team like they have an all year round team wow. so they've been practicing like this fall they were like they knew about it a, like since the beginning of their season started whenever that is and we found out about it like a couple like three or four weeks before the date and we decided we were gonna have practice a week before and have two practices that nobody could go to you think that's why they kicked your butt yeah, I bet if we like actually like knew about it, we could have at least scored a four tries. Do you have any reflections on like where they beat you? We had co- we had good contact. I know I personally had good contact because I got a triple tackle, which wow. I'm very proud of. Right before halftime too. That was that was impressive. And I know all the coaches and then everybody, they kind of like stopped playing for like the last three seconds and they were just cheering me on and stuff. And they're like, yeah, Adria. And it was like a great moment for me to be in. Yeah, that sounds awesome. Yeah, but I think that we lost. They beat us by like just like the gaps that we had by like not communicating enough, saying like slide down more or like you got gap, you got gap. And outrunning us, that was another thing of of them, like, finding r- the perfect gaps and then yeah. just going right through. Yeah, I have played in and seen so many games lost at the defense point. You can have super on offense, but if you can't keep your defensive wall together, yeah. There's really no point. Yeah, it's so- pretty much over with. Mm-hmm. They found that space. but Yeah, they did. You made me think about that. Um, I had a I had a rugby coach at club team one time tell me um, we're not playing a contact sport. He said we're playing in a what did he say? We're playing an aversion sport. He's like find the space you don't want to get tackled. And yeah, it, that's hard though because I have pro- I've I've had prop or like front row mentality for a lot of my rugby career. Yeah, props, run right you into love them. contact. Yeah. You truck them down. Yeah. Yeah, definitely brute strength, but it, yeah, it's those uh, the players that find the space that really they're really successful. Was this Minnesota team combined from all different high schools? Yeah, we had a couple of so Egan were like the main rugby team in like the Twin Cities area, kind pretty much, mm-hmm. and so he. My coach, he kind of just shot an email to all the other teams and, like, all the players, we have each other's numbers, and we kind of, like, branched out to everybody saying, do you want to join this team we're making to play Missouri or 
or do you want to come and watch or like just trying to get because we haven't talked to each other since the season ended and everybody thought it'd be a great way to like hang out again everybody was like saying can you do you want to come or at least come watch or something or be a sub if you want to and we had I think we had around 20 girls show up from like come yeah we had I think around seven or eight of us from Egan we had a couple from we had lots from Minnetonka and Hopkins those were our main teams cool cool because Egan and Minnetonka were like we're pretty much one ginormous team like if one team needs something the other team usually has it Mm -hmm. so we're kind of like one big team but we're divided into two teams pretty much that's really neat I like that I like the idea of that and you you did you guys play you guys played with the men so you had one of those ginormous socials that day that day we were the only ones we were the only high school teams there the rest okay. were colleges playing Missouri oh okay. I can't so remember you got to, you got to watch other some college yeah yeah that's nice I, um I guess alongside practicing with and getting to to see the Amazons play um, seeing the collegiate level played as well is probably a big growth point for you do you think ever since I like really got into rugby I've been going to lots of the Amazons games and watching my favorite player um Katana play yeah she's been my favorite player for about five years now and now that she's on like USA teams and she's over and I think it's like the sales sharks, I, th- I believe. Just yeah, waiting for her to come over to play for in the U.S. Hopefully, I can go and watch. Yeah, yeah. It's been hasn't it been cool to see since you follow her. There's been um, quite a few WPL players that have gotten recruited to go play in the UK. UK this. Um, it seems like they just popped over there, but in the last year and a half, I, it's been so neat to see. Europe and the UK and Ireland like to see European women's club or women's premier rugby leagues recognize that the depth of talent and and, and players here in the States has been so cool. Yeah, that's a cool thing that Egan does every I think it's three years we rotate between the boys and the girls and we take like a trip. We've gone to Ireland the most to go over there and practice with like the high school teams there or whatever I haven't gone yet but that's like something that we do every three years because we were supposed to go my seventh grade year because that was my first year playing varsity but COVID happens and so we couldn't go and I think we were going to go to Scotland so we kind of go to like the parts where rugby like originated from and we learn like the history of it and like kind of why rugby of how like how it grew and like all that cool stuff and then we play like scrimmages down there wherever we go so that's that's a really cool thing that we do yeah that's awesome I'm excited for you to be able to do that while you're yeah I can't wait yeah yeah that's amazing you start got to play starting so, so young especially um in comparison to the rest of the states but you know, over there, like two, three year olds. It's like soccer here, where you yeah, everybody little, plays little, little kids. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's such a cool program. And in Minnesota, we have this. We have Minnesota Youth Rugby. We hold these camps at like the high school events or like professional matches. We have like the East Side Banshees. 
after their game is done, there's usually like a little kids camp that I help out with sometimes if I'm at that, if I'm at that certain place, the range is like from three to like eighth grade. And we like strap belts on them with flags and we teach them like, okay, this is how you pass the ball. Now go run around and pass the ball and try to yank the flags off of each other. Like we just like get them into it. And then we kind of tell the parents about it because usually the parents are like related to one of the players or that's one of the players kids. Mm -hmm. And so we kind of get them like saying in these areas, we have middle school teams that once your kid's old enough, you can play or if you're big enough, because that's how I was. Tell me, yeah, tell me about how you got some play in this fall. I got some experience refing, or not refing, ARing. I have to take another class to be able to do be in the middle. And then I kind of got to play with, or not play, excuse me, I got to practice with the Amazons a couple of times. And I got to um, be like their water girl and like be in their team huddle and stuff because I'm hoping when I'm old enough to be a future Amazon player. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing that you are already connected with this kinds of feeder, like a team to look to for the future. It's really cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Part two, difficulties. Yeah, I had knee surgery in May. So kind of at the beginning of my rugby season. Yeah. Was it from an injury? Yeah, I got injured in our first rugby game of the season. I tore cartilage. I tore three pieces of it off. And then I had just like a piece just like flap in there. So I had just a little scope surgery to get the pieces out. And then they took that piece off. So it wasn't like a big ACL surgery where it's like a year and a half of recovery. It was kind of just a little cleanup of my knee a little bit. How is the recovery going so far? Um, I'm still in kind of recovery. I go to PT every once in a while, like my scheduled times. And I got cleared to play basketball again. So I'm playing for our ninth grade basketball team. Games are going pretty well. So yeah. How I just kind of got to watch you it. Feel, you feel strong? I feel strong and I feel back. It's been a it's been a long time since I've been on the sidelines. Always get the itch being a spectator. I even had the itch during school when we played soccer. I try and go onto the field with my crutches and play soccer with everybody and try and just like fun around, just like kid around and try and trip kids with my crutches and stuff until my gym teacher, he'd have to yell at me and then like chase me down while I was on my crutches to get off the field. Well, good. I'm glad you are recovering, you know, getting back in basketball. Do you think you had any trouble or difficulties coming back to play? Me not listening to PT. Mm, that's a hard lesson. I, like you said before, the itch, it, the itch got the best of me. And occasionally I would say, yeah, I'm cleared to like do a little bit of running, but I would kind of forge the truth a little bit. Um, my PT, he would say, you're not, you shouldn't go to practice because I want you to practice walking on flat levels. And we all know rugby fields aren't the flattest ground. So I find loopholes and things. And so if I found a flat level on the, on the ground, 
on the field, I could practice walking with my crutches there and only in that little area. So technically, I could still go to practice. I just had to find a flat level to be on. What about as a team? I think playing without me was like the biggest challenge our entire team had to face because I was, yeah, I was one of the main talkers and like helping like our new, our rookies, like say, you have to go back a little bit. We have to run up as a team. We need our rocks to on the sides of the ruck. We need like all this stuff while I was on the field. And then I saw our first game with me not in, and it was not good. Nobody was talking. It was a little, do you think it, it was disorganized, huh? Yeah, it's like we've never, we've never played rugby before because nobody was talking and we didn't have that. We weren't um, in sync. There we go. We weren't like, because yeah. we've, we, we all know how to play rugby. We know each other because we did lots of team bonding before the season started. We know each other. We know how each other thinks now. And it was it just wasn't clicking. So it was really f- not frustrating for me to watch because I could I knew what was happening. Nobody was talking. And if some if just one person would talk, we would have like been in sync more. So it was kind of just unsettling to watch. Yeah, knowing that something needed to happen, but that you couldn't be the one to do it. Yeah. Anything else? Like, I've always eaten the same amount, and it was never an issue. But then I stopped during my rugby season. I'd go from a two, like an hour and 45-minute track practice where we'd hit the weight room after to having like an hour of a break to going to a three-hour rugby practice pretty much every single day. You need a lot of food to sustain that. Yeah, so I would eat a whole bunch to sustain that, and then I got injured, and I would still eat that amount, but I didn't have an outlet for it, and I couldn't go and, like, work out because I was on crutches, so it was it was hard to get back into, like, workout mode and, like, athlete mode, and that is it. It was it was really hard to do. It's still hard, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm going through. I got it. Yeah, you got this. And you have the reward of playing games, too. Yeah, yep, I do. That is true. Yep, it's nice to see it, see it, see your progression as well, like game to game, be like, damn, I did it, like, my work rate has been increasing (laughs) steadily, right? Yeah, it's fun to see it in my basketball games right now, of how when I, the first game I got cleared, I went down down the court and I was already, like, done. Like I waved to coach, coach. I'm <laughs> I'm sidelining myself. I can't do this anymore. So where now I'm playing like ten minutes in a single like inning or a single serving, I'll yeah. call it. Yeah, if anything, I'll get your cardio back. Basketball will. That's all sprint, mm-hmm. sprint endurance. Part three, forgotten. How winded you get going just down the field? I got so winded, I almost like passed out because I forgot. Like, there's so much adrenaline that you don't think, oh, I'm tired right now. I should probably stop running. All I could think about was get her and tackle her. That's all I could think about. 
and I just forgot like how you don't hear anything around you you don't notice how like there's all the mosquitoes you don't notice any of that yeah. it's just you your team you the girls on the field and the ball and the rules in your head of rugby that's that's what I forgot that yeah. that's how it is on the field that win too I was when you first said that I was like haha hashtag prop life always winded <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh, always winded Luckily, the team, the coaches, they knew that once it was halftime, I was the first one to get water. Mm-hmm. Everybody knew that because I was the first one to drop and lay on my back <laughs> to get air. I was the first one. I usually am the first one. Yeah. I mean, being having that injury to recover from, too, you got to catch up with your cardio. I'm still trying to catch up on my cardio still. Well, that's a forever thing. You'll just keep pushing it more and more, especially mm-hmm. at your age and with it, with the goals that you have in mind. Part four, joy. Um, My first varsity game, I was in my seventh grade summer. And it was, we were playing like these seat, like they were all seniors that just grad like graduated that year and so they were seniors playing for one last time before college they were all super tall and super big and then there's me and I get the ball and I just run for it because back then I was a I was kind of a back like I could get the ball and I could run a little bit and we did this one play where like we drew the defense in and then they popped it to me and I just booked it down the field because as you tell a seventh grader you get the ball you book it don't turn around just keep running and I scored it my first try in varsity and then we did the same play again happened again and again so I got three tries in my first varsity game oh that's amazing that's that's my joyous moment in rugby it's not just seventh graders that they tell to don't look back <laughs> to that's like a very <laughs> that's a very um very common rookie thing to tell rookies yeah a lot yeah. of rookies especially grown club team rookies well they don't know what to do and you just there's too many decisions to make until you know the game really well so it's like mm-hmm. get the ball run with it just go as fast as you can and then they get tackled and we adjust because we're there with support but yeah, yeah just run run like <laughs> like hell you know <laughs> my term is run like there's a tractor um or some like fast car dragging a cookie <laughs> on a string and you're trying to get the cookie that's cookies have been my motivation for everything my mom would tell me adria rebound like try to touch the rim there's a cookie up there try to get the cookie and I'd get every rebound because I wanted that cookie. You're such a prop. You're so food <laughs> motivated. That, this is great. Yep. I love it. <laughs> and that's our show for today. I'll leave you with a cute segment Aja shared from preseason camp. You'll love this one, especially if you're a forward. Especially when the especially when we have our all day camps before the season starts and we're in the domes. And we have like our six hour practices and then we have a Pete like an hour of a breakup for pizza and they order like 50 pizzas for everybody. 
and we're always on one side of the dome of course and it's it's always the long side that has the doors and we're on one side the guy comes out saying pizza's here even if we're in the middle of a drill all the forwards beat the backs down there that's the one time we beat the backs in any race (laughs) is when there's 50 pizzas waiting for us outside (laughs) Bye.